For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I was going to ask you about holidays and stuff, but screw it. Let's get right into football. If you <laughs> he almost choked on his coffee. Okay. <laughs> um, if you were if you were a captain, you got a wide receiver in Juju Smith Schuster who wants to dance on that logo before these games. And then they just the other teams go out there and blow him up and the Steelers have been losing some of these games. Like, what would you be saying to him? Or wouldn't you be saying, like, hey man, can you knock it off? If he was on my team, yeah. You know, look, I love Juju. Uh, yeah, USC he's a great guy. player. Yeah. Yeah, I mean everybody loves Juju. He, he does a he's a from all I met him at the Polynesian Hall of Fame when they honored him, and um, you know great kid, a lot of influence, and you know this is I really believe like where the NFL and and kids, I say kids, I use that term respectfully, are headed in terms of self branding, mm -hmm. and so I understand you know this is part of who he is and how he has fun. There is some blatant disrespect with dancing on someone's logo. Yeah. Uh, you want to do it on your own? Fine. I would take issue with that, you know, if someone did that to my logo, the mm -hmm. Hawks logo. Mm -hmm. And as a captain, if I were on his team, I would say, man, you want to do it in the end zone? You want to do it, you know, just somewhere where their logo isn't? Because that, I mean, you saw that they, they took issue with it. You got to come into you if you do that. Yeah. And, you know... I think in headlines or in the article I saw today, Thomas said maybe he'll talk to him. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe Ben or one of the other, you know, elder statesmen will. But there's just some things you don't do. Well, it gives us uh, sports talking guys something to talk about. That's for sure. As far as a storyline, because man, it's kind of juicy. I like it. And I mean, it, look, as a fan, it makes me tune in to the games to see what's going to happen. So zone it's in. entertaining. Yeah, sorry, zone in. Put a dollar in the jar. It's entertaining as hell. It's just like I don't know. I just think like it's 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 hard sometimes when it, it feels like and you know like you said he's a good guy and everything and he does a lot for charity and all of that like you know so not taking any of that away from him but it does sort of seem like he's putting his own tiktok above his own personal well-being sort of because <laughs> he's getting blown up over the middle and his team sometimes and he's not doing it maliciously he, he yeah i don't even think he is doing it out of disrespect like dancing on their logo i think he just chose midfield you know Probably, I don't know, we'll have to go back and check the, you know, do they start at home to start the season or whenever he started doing these <laughs> right, dances. Right. I'm sure he did it at their home field, but, you know, you, you get what you get what you get when uh, you do something like that. Yeah. And it's, that was a hard hitting game. Oh, you yeah. You know, you would not think watching that, you know, from both sides, you wouldn't think that one of those teams was two and 10 or whatever they, uh, they were before the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, they came out and they were, you know, from, from start to finish, both sides were hitting. Yeah, Cincinnati came ready to play. Um, let's stop talking about teams that aren't our team and move on to the Seahawks, yeah. shall we? Absolutely. All right, let's start the episode. Hit the theme song! Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up! Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks! I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch! The 
intercepted by Lofer to Tupu. Holy catfish! Hey, that's great football now! It's gonna work now, let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's no oh. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready, please. Russell looking. Go hard. Russell scrambling. Go hard. Pump faking. Go hard. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Yes. Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I'm Brett Davern. He's Lofa Tatupu. Welcome to the show. Our show is brought to you by betonline.ag. For all your online wagering needs, go to betonline.ag. Football playoffs coming up. Basketball's starting up. Uh, Logan Paul's going to fight Floyd Mayweather. You can bet on anything over there at betonline.ag. You also get a lot of welcome bonuses when you use our promo code... Believe, spelled B-L-E-A-V. <laughs> Go to betonline.ag and let them know that we sent you. And the Seattle Shirt Company. They're back. They're a great sponsor. They've sponsored us in the past, and they're back for more, and we're so happy that they are. It's a local company doing it right. Seattle Shirt Company for any of your jersey needs, hats, any kind of merchandise for any sports. They got MLB, NBA, of course the NFL. And check this out. For this week, for our listeners, are you guys ready? This is huge. They are giving our listeners who use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, they are giving you 50% off of any Seahawks merchandise when you use our promo code. 50% off, everybody. 5-0. All Seahawks merchandise. All you got to do is go to seattleshirt.com, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, when you're checking out, and you get 50 5 zero percent off of all Seahawks merch. They're a great sponsor. They're supporting us, and we appreciate it. So head on over there and support them. All right, Lofa. So the Seahawks, hey, they go over to Washington. They get a W against the football team. And I know a W is a W, but, man, that was one of the most frustrating games uh, I've watched. I, a lot of games have been frustrating this year, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just be happy about the win, but, man, my – Blood pressure was up and my pulse was racing and that was not and it it wasn't very much fun the the second half at least it was really the fourth quarter I mean our mantra almost got used against us right (laughs) almost again when can you win the game in the fourth quarter and uh, damn if Washington didn't try yeah yeah they put on they put on a run there at the end man I mean Dwayne Haskins couldn't do anything all game the Seahawks defense was just shutting everything down they're getting turnovers and and uh and everything but you know when the offense is trading field goals or sorry trading touchdowns for field goals and sort of i mean dude we we gotta start putting some tds up instead of these field goals because these like you always say these the other team gets paid too you know they're professionals too they got pride on the line as well i mean they were the first place team in in that division they still are so they got something to play for and i don't know it just the whole game just felt like again, like when when every time we have a chance to just put a team away like that, especially a team that we know we're better than, we just kind of let them hang around and come playoff time. Yeah, we don't know who's going to win that division, and we might have to see them in the playoffs. Whoever whoever does come out of there, right? Yeah. Uh, so hopefully Dallas gets together, yeah, and uh, we face them because Philly looks great with Jalen Hurts. 
um, you know, Giants beat us. And then, you know, Washington just gave us all that we can handle. Yeah. Um, you know, but what I will say, man, what did, what did it come down to, man? It came down to turnovers. Yeah. And look, that was a one possession game where we win the turnover battle. Um, that is always the, the stat that will tell us, you know, how we're doing. Yeah. Well, we can, what did you see though on offense from the Hawks? Because like we looked good. Chris Carson seemed like he was had holes all over the place. I mean, we saw the long run by Carlos Hyde. Um, but when they needed to put the game away, they were doing the let Russ cook thing, and he threw that interception, and all of a sudden the game was on the line. Yeah, it, it felt like even some drives we you know handed off first down, handed off you know six yards, and then we throw three times and or two times a punt or, mm-hmm. you know, kick the field goal. So even though the run game was working, we didn't rely on it mm-hmm. to open things up. And, um, you know, cause I didn't think there was a whole lot of missed opportunities in terms of the passing game. Um, you know, DK gave me and probably everybody the scare of their lifetime. Yeah. In that man. end zone. Man. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say that the missed opportunities were on the deep balls, which, you know, and we've had some fun talking about deep balls and all kinds of balls. On well, this you, podcast, have. But... you have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think the rest of them are, you know, kind of worried, but, uh, <laughs> um, but like the, the one to Swain. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, he keeps his feet in that, that ball was still placed where I thought he could have, I don't know. It's tough. I'm not a receiver, so I don't want to. No, yeah, no, totally. Just credit him for whatever reason. They went incomplete. I'm just saying we didn't really complete any of the deep attempts that Russell had. He finished the game 18 of 27 for 121. Um, And any of you math majors out there, if you're doing it quickly in your head, that's 6.7 yards per completion. So we're used to seeing a little bit more, uh, you know, than that from from Russ. So for whatever reason, those deep balls just weren't connected on. Um, and I think that sort of, I don't know, just left them scratching their heads a little bit on offense. And it seemed like they were just kind of doing as much as they needed to do to hang on to win. So, yeah, I got to imagine with, with the deep ball, not being there, you know, as of late that, um, defenses are just playing a little, they're they're playing off. They're like, Hey, you want to complete because they know how, how dangerous Lockett, all of our receivers, um, Metcalf and more, even more are going vertical. So, you know, they're willing to concede the underneath routes and come up and make the tackle. Yeah. Let's talk about the defense, though. Um, I put him in my background here on this Zoom meeting that we're having. DJ Reed uh, at at cornerback was playing like a man possessed out there. I mean, he's got some swagger. He's got attitude. He's letting the other team know about it all game long, which I love. And he's, he's doing that 29 that he's wearing proud out there for the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, incredible, you know, acquisition early on in the season. I think we took him from the Niners practice squad. He's came in, even in that, in that game, I think he made an interception, his first interception of his career, which is fitting, you know, against his old team. But um, he has stepped into this defense and carved a rollout for himself where, you know, whoever's, when they come back healthy, whether it's Dunbar or uh, Flowers, you know, they're behind him because every week this kid makes, he continually gets better. And um, I love his attitude. I think that's what really stands out the most is, like you said, he lets them know about it when he makes the play. And um, not anything too excessive where it's going to cost the team. But um, so we, 
we keep keep an eye on that one. But it's um the way he plays, the passion, and um he's not he doesn't back down from anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's McLaurin. He was he was all over McLaurin. Yeah, and that was a guy that I was interested in, in watching play. Sure. Yeah. No. He he was locking him down, and that pick that he had too. I mean, he came off of his coverage and snuck back underneath, and I mean that was just it was beauty, man. It was poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Tough kid. Um. You know, just incredible. Uh, that they didn't have a spot for him over in San Fran, right? Whether it's the nickel or or outside, he's been incredible for that secondary. Yeah, he reminds me of you know some players we've had in the secondary from the past that, of course, we all know and love. Yeah, just that uh, typical Seahawks DB, you know, like just a guy that that Pete and the, and the, the organization finds, and then they just they I don't know they make him into what we need, and it's because it's like you know he's not like a. It's not like coming out of college or anything. Everyone was like, "Oh, DJ Reed," or he's not like a big time name or whatever. But hey, man, like let's just let's keep riding him and and see what he can do in Seattle, just like all the DBs of the past, you know? Yeah, because well, he's not the typical DB that we've had. He's not overly tall and, mm-hmm. and you know um, physical. He is physical, but I'm saying overly tall and and you know the one we put up there to jam, you know, the hell out of the receivers. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this. DJ Reed don't take no shit from nobody. No, and no. and that's what's up, man. Like yeah. that's why, you know, we love watching him play. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's just got that, he's got that Seahawk thing and that that we as Seahawk fans want to see, and I'm sure the team does as well. Um, yeah, man. He's he looked great. Also on defense, uh, shout out to Carlos Dunlap. Uh, what a pickup that looks like, right? Man, just steamroll that guy for that big sack to to really put it out of reach. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's playing great. And uh, Alton Robinson had a good play there at the end on their final drive also to get back there and, and uh, mess up Haskins' timing. And uh, Jamal had a great game. You know, Shaq Griffin, great uh, bobbling interception catch, keeping it off the ground there. Yeah, some yeah. some really exciting plays. But definitely, you know, like headed into the playoffs, I mean, they definitely have some things to work on, which I guess because they got the W and now they've got some things to focus on in the film room and, and clean up. That's, that's good. You don't want them complacent anyway. Right. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. it turnovers. Mm. I don't know if I said that enough <laughs> in our entire time together. That's what you preach, but that is what we have to get. I mean, you're all right with giving up some yards here and there, you know, it happens if guys are aggressive and going for it, but you don't, you don't want to just let them get work their way down the field the way Hassan's did in that fourth without taking some chances, man. I mean, you know, to end the game. And um, so, but yeah, uh, you know, I noticed the only group you didn't mention was the best group, the linebackers. Hey, uh, I Bobby just had 13. There yet. He knocked the hell out of that tight end uh, that, that got him early on in the game. And, uh, and then KJ had another eight, eight solos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, don't forget mm-hmm. about those guys. Hey, and also, what about our rookie Jordan Brooks? Because he's seen a lot of playing time. And also, Michael Kendricks just got signed by someone else off of our practice squad. So it's it's not like we were we were you know putting him in over Brooks. So it seems like Brooks has solidified his position on this team. He has, and you know, I was wondering what's going on with Kendricks, um, but you know, we have an embarrassment of riches. I'll say. Oh, he got signed by Washington. <laughs> Washington, yeah, yeah, Washington signed him. They took but, him after um, the game. But, you know, I mean, Cody Barton is another guy that every play he makes a big hit. I mean, mm-hmm. every game he mm-hmm. makes a big hit. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep saying it like – so we're, we're well stacked in terms of depth. Um, and and then also uh, going forward, I mean, we he is a starter in this league, Cody Barton. He just – we don't have enough positions 
now for him to, to get some playing time and, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a good problem to have. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's look at our zone in players that we predicted for this Washington game or the game against Washington. You took Chris Carson. You predicted or you set the over under at least at uh, 18 to 20 touches, 110 yards, and two TDs. I guess the official over under was on the yards, 110 yards. Chris finished the game with 17 touches. Ooh, one off. Um, <laughs> 15 rushes, two catches, 69 yards, and no touchdowns. So he was under the prediction. So if you guys emailed in the under, we'll go ahead and pick a name out and uh, send you a gift package from Zone In CBD. Uh, that's the way that ended up. Our, our score predictions, I had it 22-13. You had it 27-11. The final score was 20-15. to So pretty close again, man. You were almost there, man. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting good at this thing. Big news for the Seahawks. Seven Pro Bowlers selected off of our roster. Congratulations to these guys. Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs. A bit of a surprise for me, actually. I mean, having a great season, but I just didn't really see it see that coming. Um, long snapper Tyler Ott and fullback Nick Ballore, who got selected as a special teamer. Were there some snubs, though, Lofa? Hell yeah, man. Where's KJ Wright? I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, he's having a great season. I really thought KJ would would get in there no problem. Um, he he, you know, I looked it up though. I'll tell you, I looked it up because I was right away like knee jerk reaction. I was like, same as you. I was like, what's up with KJ? I looked up the stats though. So Khalil Mack, Zadarius Smith, and Jason Pierre-Paul are the outside linebackers that were selected to the Pro Bowl. You know, instead of RKJ, right? Uh, and and they look, they have bigger sack numbers, and it looks like that's what people were going for this year. Bro, they're all DNs. Well, they're not linebackers. I, I don't know what to tell you. That's that's how it got picked at the for bullshit. the Pro Bowl. That's what it is. Hey, man, I agree. I'm just letting you know what's going on. KJ Wright right now sitting on two sacks, 54 solo tackles, and a forced fumble. I mean, all these other guys, you know, eight sacks for Khalil, 11 yeah, sacks many, for Zedarius, and nine how, for how Jason How many titles Pierre KJ Ball. got? What's that? How many titles KJ got? How many titles? Tackles. Oh, tackles? Let me see. I flipped off of it here. He's got 54. Because he moved to Sam. 54 solo tackles. I bet you the three of those guys don't have 54 tackles between them. Uh, Khalil's got 24. Zedarius has... 33 and JPP has 31. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, KJ's got, you know, 20. He's got double up. Yeah, almost. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. If you rush more than you drop in coverage, which all those guys do, which is why they have the sacks, you are a DN, my friend. So, bullshit. This is a snub. Yeah, man. I look, I agree with you. And also, like you said, they're not taking into account the things that don't show up on the stat sheet, which is like coverages and, you know, just making yeah. quarterbacks think twice about the checkdowns and things like that that KJ covers or blowing up those screens the way that he does. Um, the things that he does for the Seahawks, he definitely deserves to be a pro bowler, especially this I, year. I mean, look at last year. Last year he set a career high for tackles. He had 130 or something like that. And then he had a career high for interceptions. Still didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? what's that all about, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. He's not getting the love when it comes to the, the Pro Bowl voters or 
you know, however that happens. Also, our guy Jason Myers, man, our kicker, he's been great this year. 20 of 20 on field goals. He's missed three extra points. Um, but he also booted that long one that was like 60-something yards, right? Um, he gets passed over for Young Way Koo from the Atlanta Falcons, who has been good as well this year. I think he's only missed one field goal and, you know, a couple extra points. He's kicked a lot more field goals. That's the thing. Jason Myers mm-hmm. has only attempted 20 Young Way Koo's attempted like 36. He's like 35 of 36. So the volume is there for him. But maybe, shout, shout out to Jason Myers. He's having a great year. Maybe they look at onsides because yeah. Young Way Koo's got a lot. He is of kind of onsides. that like tricky. <laughs> yeah. He's got some um, like YouTube style onside kicks. Yeah. But Meyer just set the franchise record or he tied. I think he passed with that last field goal. Um, he passed Olindo Mari's franchise record for 31 straight. So. Well, and I guess, uh, you know, um, for punting, as far as that's concerned, because, I mean, Dixon, sometimes he's the best player on our team, it seems like. Uh, he gets passed over this year as well. And maybe oh, they he just, didn't make it? Maybe they just got sick of sending him. I don't know, because they took uh, Jack Fox from the Lions, who just frankly— Never heard of him. Frankly, I've never even heard of. So he must be having an amazing season, because Dixon is the man. Wow. I okay, now that's that's a that's a big time snub. Look right there. Maybe the problem was they just didn't want to send, you know, nine Seahawks to the Pro Bowl. Maybe we just have too many good players. They had to get a couple I mean, other teams sprinkled in there. I think it was the 06 Cowboys that had they had eleven guys over there. <laughs> wow. I wanted them to set up the whole team for one like snap, just so you had the all the helmets out there. Yeah, I mean, just for that'd fun. Be, that'd be a pretty cool picture. Send in some defensive guys on offense or the other way around just for fun. Well, you could have just sent them all out there for a kickoff and tell them to kick it through the end zone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's the Pro Tony Bowl. Tony Romo. Right? Tony Romo out there covering a kick. <laughs> uh, who's a, um, Nick Nick Folk was the kicker, but then they had – who's the other one? Was it Pat McBride or something? They had the yeah, the punter out there too. Yeah, that'd been be great fun. Yeah, the punter and Romo. Yeah, that was the, fun. The gunners. Well, there's your Seahawks Pro Bowlers. I agree with you, man. I think at least KJ should have been in there. Um, but yeah, you know. I don't make the rules. What do you want from me? Yeah. Uh you want to talk some Rams? Ugh. No. <laughs> The Rams are coming. actually. You know what? We should. We could talk their last game. The Rams are coming, man. They're coming up to Seattle. It's a big time division game, as it always is, and probably this one will come down to deciding who ultimately ends up winning the division. However, the Rams did lose to the Jets last weekend, which you are not so excited about. No, I am not, Brett. Do you Why? want me to talk about it? Why? Because, <laughs> okay, this is a team that was starting to really find their identity and start rolling, which we didn't like. But now they just got knocked, you know, down a peg or two. And now they are solely focused on this game Mm. with a horrible taste in their mouth from the last game they just played. And, you know, I know we take every game, every game's the same, right? A championship opportunity, but there is something to it. Especially when you lose to a team who's oh and who are they thirteen oh and thirteen at the point the yeah yeah they would have two been. games left right yep yep and I mean so you're the team that let them get a win now like I can't even imagine um, you know how furious they are right now in all their interviews they're just pissed off 
Yeah. I don't want to see a pissed off Rams team. Yeah. That's uh, no. it's a good point. They do have some motivation there. I mean, don't we have a little bit though, too, from the way that we finished that Washington game? Not as much as they do. Um, we do in the sense that they didn't get our best shot when we went down to LA. Mm -hmm. So we got some unfinished business and this is, you know, for first place. Um, if we win this one, I mean, San Fran will take care of itself, but I think this gives us what a two game lead, but if they win, they not only have the same record, but they have both wins against us. So yeah, they, they, they win the division. They would own the tiebreaker. Yeah. Unless it came down to the, they lost the final week and we won and we had the better overall record, right? Something yeah. like that. Either way, um, I don't think last week's results were what we wanted to see in terms of any extra motivation added for, for them coming up here. Yeah, but I think we're going to take care of them, man. I'm feeling pretty good, actually, <clears throat> about playing the Rams. It's at, at at home up here in Seattle. I think that the way that the fourth quarter ended up against Washington from an offensive side of the ball for the Seahawks, they, they're they going to be motivated to get out there and, 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 like I said, cash those field goals in for touchdowns. And, um, you know, we, we always get up when we play them. And, and besides, their quarterback's name is Jared, and nobody named Jared has ever really done anything. So I'm not worried about it. Jared Allen's pretty good. He'll probably be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Is that is that good? I've never heard of him. Okay. Maybe it was spelled different. Um, so yeah, I don't know. The one thing I could say, and like, look, I, you know, I've been through a ton of injuries, so you don't ever want to celebrate injuries. I certainly don't against any of my NFL brothers. But them not having Cam Akers, just like it's like the stars are aligning. Um, they didn't. The Washington team didn't have Antonio Gibson, who was reeling off, you know, 100-yard games. Yeah. And Cam Akers, who has finally given their offense some balance and identity, doesn't look like he'll make – I think he's already been ruled out with a high ankle sprain or an right. ankle sprain. So, um, you know, I hope he gets well after this week. And, um, you know, that is – what should keep this offense more one dimensional and pass heavy. All right. Well so. then let me ask you my question. I ask you all the time, but I'm going to put some rules on it this time. F fill in the blank. Then the Seahawks win this game. If, and you can't say turnovers. <laughs> if we take away the ball more, <laughs> I didn't say turnovers. <laughs> you got me on a You're technicality. Like, I, was, I was zoned in. Yeah. You got it, man. Uh, but I mean, look at that. It was three turnovers to one. And we we lost by one score, seven yeah. points. Yeah. So I mean, and it felt like, you know, as I recall that game, you know, we had we had everything going early on. Um, first half, I felt good about where we were. I know we were still down. We had, it was seventeen thirteen going into the half, but um, I like our I like our odds this time around. Yeah, and our defense is playing a lot better than they were then as well. Much better. Yeah. I mean, everybody's healthy. I don't, Jamal probably wasn't even there. No. I don't think he was. Mm -mm. So go ahead and put, put down a sack and a half in our column for that guy because you know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and I think DJ Reed just started emerging. I think that was one of his first few starts. So um, there's, it's a different defense. Did we have Dunlap then? I don't he even – Maybe we had just gotten him, but he wasn't able to play. I I don't even. I mean, I don't, yeah. know. I don't even remember. But uh, 
It's a whole new defense, bro. Yeah, man. It, hey, look, it's going to be a good game. These are obviously two of the top teams in the entire NFL, and it's going to be a big weekend for both it's of them. It's for the division, man. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully the Rams are just getting nice and cozy for Christmas like you are, and <laughs> uh, and we just kick their ass, man. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so, man. I, I just I hope that we can just keep the energy sustained throughout the game. It feels to me like – part of the part of the thing this season and I think look not to offer an excuse but I think it has a lot to do with fans not being in the stands I think it affects the Seahawks more than maybe any other team in the NFL honestly because it's like we come out of the tunnel like fired up and just ready to play and we we're doing so good and you know especially in this last Washington game but sustaining that throughout it just feels like when there's no crowd to carry them through that for whatever reason we lose the energy so I don't know let's let's keep it going you know, from the first whistle to the last whistle, all the whatever coaching cliche you need there. Right on, man. <laughs> cool story, bro. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> hey, let's do some zone in predictions, huh? Who are we looking at for the Rams or during this Rams game here? Who do you want to? I pick got Chris out Carson. You're going Carson I- again. <laughs> it's like the third <laughs> week in a row. It'll be our third win, and we call that a winning streak. Okay, I like it. Yeah, well, hey. No, all right. If we got to switch it up. No, go do whatever you want, man. You you set it off, Queen Latifah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go to DJ Reed. Okay. All right. So let me set an over-under on hmm, passes defended. Does that mean he, it means he breaks it up, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. PBUs, past deflections. Yeah, let's go with uh, at least. Okay, so it's an over under. I'm gonna put it at two and a half for the okay. game. Okay, respectable. DJ Reed. I'm gonna go Jamal Adams. Ooh, nice. And I'm gonna say he gets. I'm gonna put it at over under that one and a half sacks he gets. Oh, I want the over so bad. I know you do. I, I want, want the this. over so bad. I want the over so bad for not only what it would mean for us, you know, for the team, but for the celebrations too. Yeah. <laughs> and so for what? the post-game press conference. Okay. Give me a score prediction for this game then against the Rams. Score prediction. Okay. Got us winning, obviously. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think we're going to take it to them with, with Chris Carson. Carlos Hyde looked great last week. So, at least four touchdowns. Let me go ahead and tack on a couple of Myers field goals. 30. Got to go awkward, though, right? <laughs> Shout out to my guy. Uh, 32 to 19. <laughs> no weird score. Uh, man, if we hold the Rams at 19 points, I would love that. Um, listen, my, I would love to go with like a super high scoring, easy, relaxing win for us as fans of the Seahawks, but I don't really see this one going that way. I do see us winning and I'm going to predict us winning cause I'm never going to predict us not winning ever again. So, but I think the Seahawks, let's say, I'm going to say we take this one and, but we take it with a weird score. That's low because every time everyone always thinks it's going to be like a shootout, it never is. So I think the Seahawks win this game 15 and a half. (laughs) Uh, I think we win this one 16 to 12. Like something just remember those games we've played against the Rams in the past where it ends up like nine to six. (laughs) 
after oh, yeah. overtime, you know, it's, it might be one of those just strange ones. As long as it's a win, I'll take it. That's it, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. You asked for a prediction. There you go. That's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast for this episode, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week, as we always are. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Lofa, break us down. I thought you were breaking us down. Oh, okay. I'll break us down. Josh Gordon's coming back. Let's break it down to him. Why not, right? Everybody gathering. Good practice. Hey, good to see Josh back on the field. Look at those arms, dude. Looking cut. Yes. He's been lifting. Oh, yeah new tattoos maybe are those new no original okay everybody <laughs> hands in the middle flash gordon on three flash gordon on me one two three flash, flash gordon. gordon well let me go ahead and tack on this post script here everybody we obviously did that breakdown before it was determined that josh gordon couldn't play for the seahawks this season by the nfl which is complete bullshit in my opinion and We'll talk to Lofa about it on a future episode, but, uh, you know, we were having fun with it, so I wanted to leave it in there. But um, the news is that Josh Gordon won't be able to play. So sorry to end this episode on a downer, but we'll see you next week for more of the Seahawks podcast. Bye for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.